You are Locked On NC State, your daily podcast on the NC State Wolfpack, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, Wolfpack fans. It's me again, Kenton Gibbs, bringing you another episode of Locked On Wolfpack. And folks, we've got to uh, talk about how the team performed against Ken's Keys last excuse me, against Ken Keys this last Saturday. And we're also going to talk about the uh, injuries to the season-ending injuries to uh, both Cyrus Fagan and Peyton Wilson because those have to be mentioned. Those have to be talked about. Those are major losses on the season. So with that being said, uh, we definitely have to talk about that and we have to uh, see what what um, where the team goes from from here uh, in both of those positions, which I, I think that some of y'all might be a little surprised in what I say here, but that's another story for another time. Now, uh, yesterday I gave just the pure, just the, not the pure, let me not say pure, because that was very filtered down. That was a very, let's make this PG for folks. So nobody is like, oh, you kiss your mother with that mouth about what I had to say about that game. But today we're going to look at Ken's keys and how they performed against those keys. Okay. So, First thing first, uh, we would want to look at the 175 rushing yards. Obviously, did not get that done. Not even close to getting that done. Not even a, a whiff of a whiff of getting that done. I mean, we had less rushing yards than uh, Louisiana Tech, and they didn't get uh, 175. So, I mean, this this is a situation I'm looking at where we uh, we were pushed around up front. We were pushed around up front. And granted, our our amazingly complex strategy of run to the left did not work out. Uh, I don't know. I don't know who could have guessed that or who could have predicted that. But huh, we uh, we were just uh, unable to get that done. We, in fact, only averaged a whopping one point five yards per carry. I'm sorry, one point three, one point three. Uh, 32 yards on 25 rushing attempts. So came up with a whopping 1.3 yards per carry. Um, obviously, that's not going to get it done. Realistically speaking, that's just not going to get it done. And that's that's the reality there. Um, the, the one thing that we did accomplish offensively, less than four loss of yard plays because I talked about the importance of staying on schedule. I talked about the importance of um, getting behind the sticks strips you of the balance of uh, what we do well, which is keep teams on their heels. But when you're averaging uh, one yard per carry, I mean, you know, that's you don't really have all that much balance. Now, do you? You don't really have teams wondering, well, what are they going to do? Because at the end of the day, you can't run the ball. There's nothing you can do as far as running the ball goes. So. Even though we had less than eight loss of yard plays, the fact that our run game was so abysmal put us behind the sticks because there's a difference between third and 11 and third. I'm sorry, not third and 11. There's a difference between second 11 and second and nine. It's not an astronomical one. I promise. Every one yard run, every even two yard runs to some degree, basically the same thing as a one or two yard loss, puts you in a, a virtually identical situation. Okay, so there's uh, there's that. And three or less three and outs, we had four. We had four three and outs 
And the reason that I talked about three and outs was something that reared its ugly head. The idea is if you prevent three and outs, you keep up in terms of uh, time of possession. Now, the final time of possession was 31.03 to 28.07. But in reality, or not even in reality, um, the fact of the matter is we did not get a lot of points out of our very long drives. There were a few drives where we were on the field for forever and a day, did not get points out of them. So that's just the reality there. And now we look at the uh, defense and, and special teams um, keys. The first one, no big returns. Hmm. Yeah, uh, we obviously did not accomplish that one. That one was gone in the wind less than 20 seconds into the game. So there's that. Forced two plus turnovers. We forced none. We did not force a single interception, uh, nor fumble. So that or no, no, I believe we did force a fumble. I, I just think they recovered it. I'm pretty sure uh, that's what happened there. Let me let me check and make sure. Yep, they did not. Uh, they or you know what? I'm not seeing fumbles here. Uh, but what I am seeing is that even if they did fumble, we didn't recover it. So. There's there's the uh, there's the reality there. Oh yeah, they did have uh, one fumble. Yeah, they had one. So there's that. Um, and the no more than four 20 yard passes. Uh, we held them to three. And you know, for everybody saying, oh, we we lost by death by a thousand cuts. One of their first touchdowns was a 24 yarder uh, from. Uh, one of their first touchdowns was a 24-yarder from uh, from Will Rogers. To, I can't remember the gentleman's name uh, to save my life right now, but it, it's 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 escaping me. Uh, but I want to say it was Malik Heath. Malik Heath, that's who it was. So, yeah, that's, again, people act like I'm crazy when I say these things, and some of them don't exactly make sense, and, uh, they're not the best things in the world to everybody, but realistically, I mean, you've got to get these things done. So, uh, we were two of six in Ken's keys and I mean, objectively, we just didn't get it done. That's, that just is something that happened there. The other thing about these, these keys that I, I find to be very interesting is, I mean, of course, 175 to... Uh, 175 to 32 total. I think you're looking at a a very very big uh, chasm between what was expected and and what actually uh, popped out. I mean, even if you don't include Devin Leary, because I'm sure that Devin Leary. Okay, so they include sacks and rushing stats, right? So we get how that affects it. But even if you take away all of the sacks or all of the lost yard plays against Devin Leary. You're looking at uh, Bam Knight and Ricky Person combining for 40 yards on 16, 16 carries. 40 yards on 16 carries. Hmm. Hmm. Not even three yards a carry. Not even three yards a carry. So, I mean, it, this is, again, these keys are, are going to tell you and how many times have we seen uh, this state team lose the keys and win the game? How many times have we seen it? Again, I don't lie to you. I don't. 
the, and this game, to me, was one where even without accomplishing these keys, we still could have won it. That's that's the crazy part to me. Even with everything that we did, as far as the three and outs, the inability to run the ball, uh, the allowing the kick return for a touchdown, the inability to force turnovers, we still could have won this game. The opportunities were there. But, you know. The mature team didn't play very mature, now did they? They didn't play like a team that had been here before. They didn't play like a team that, um, you know, they they didn't play like a team that is is aware that, hey, on the road is going to be a little different, but we still know what we have to do to make it a business trip and to take care of what we got to take care of. As far as if we want to accomplish our goals, these are the things we have to do. This team didn't play like that. And like I said yesterday, all of the things that this team wants on the other side of heart. Now, let's see if they actually are as mature as Doran is saying, and they can go ahead and uh, get it right for the next, um, for the for the rest of the season, rather, and go do the hard things or do things that are historically hard for NC State, even though they've, they've been easy for other teams. But it's time to go do those things if we are to believe that this is a serious team and a serious coach. That's just the reality there. And when you talk about hard, you got to look at what's easy. And what is easy is going to prize picks. Is the daily fantasy sports, is daily fantasy made easy? I love this and I know you will too. Prize picks is a leader in college sports daily fantasy. And they offer more college football props than anyone in the world and offers all the star players of power fives as well as mid-majors you might not have ever heard of. Prize Picks offers any prop you can think of from yardage to touchdowns, even interceptions thrown. All of your users or all of the uh, users that deposit the promo code will receive a, a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. You pick two to five players and an over or under on their projections and you can win up to 10 times, um, 10 times the amount on any entry and it's just you versus the projected numbers prize picks allows mixed sports entries you can take the over on lebron uh combined stats with the under on mahomes in the same entry use the award-winning app on both apps on both the app store and google play entries can be made in 60 seconds or less it is that easy prize picks is safe and offers fast withdrawals don't hesitate check out our check out prizepicks.com and go to your app store and download the app today. Prize Picks is the daily fantasy sports made easy app. Also, I got to talk to you all about Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing number of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless and seemingly intimidating questioning about your vehicle and wait while the person behind the counter orders parts on their computer choosing only the brand that their warehouse happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. So save time and money when going to Rock Auto. Don't choose to spend 30 or 50 or even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership. Go to rockauto.com where the prices are reliably low for every customer and go explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution to your auto parts needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in the How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. So, I said that we would also uh, talk about some of the positive things 
um, that you can take away from that game. And, um, you know, they're, in a game like that, it's hard to find positives. That's just the reality. It's hard to find positives. But one thing that I will say um, is for sure a positive uh, is the fact that this team fought all the way. This team fought until the very bitter end. Recovering that onside kick at the end of the game, uh, it might have been too little too late, but doesn't matter. Just the fact that we uh, kept fighting there, that's that's something uh, to, you know, a lot of people talk about. So, for example, y'all know, if you watch, if you listen to this show, you know I'm a Lions fan, right? And people are talking about how, um, how the Lions fought to the end with Dan Campbell, and they did a similar thing. Got an onside kick, scored a touchdown, uh, and they, they went on a little bit of a drive that came up uh, just short. But that's a coach in year one. That's a situation where you would expect, after coming out of a coach that ran every star player and their mama out of town, you would expect your year one with this new coach who brings energy, who talks about biting kneecaps, yeah, you're going to fight. Doors in year nine and have these guys still fight. And, of course, these are not the same guys. It's college. They time out and all that good stuff. But just to see this team not pack it in and just say, all right, well, we getting the wheels whooped off us. We're done. Um, that was that was pretty good to see. Um, another thing that was that was uh, good to see in this game as well is I think that uh, this defense did a very good job of tackling. I think this defense did a very good job of tackling. I don't think that there were a ton of missed tackles. There were some uh, that were pretty bad, but for the most part, this defense did a, a good job of tackling. So you can hang your head on that a little bit. And the way that this team uh, bounced back from losing uh, Peyton Wilson defensively is, is something that is impressive. And we'll talk about Peyton Wilson's injury and what it, what it means, as well as Cyrus Fagans in just a few. But to see uh, the defense bounce back and continue to fight. Because we talked about, um, you know, maturity is something that was talked about a lot this offseason and, and depth was as well, right? Well, maturity is still, the, the jury's still out. Because, I mean, yes, the first game, great maturity to show up, dominate, do what you got to do, wire to wire. Second game, mm, mm, I don't know. I don't know. But as far as depth goes, we saw depth out of the first game. Our young guys uh, were getting in there, mixing it up and, and competing and, and making some big plays. And uh, even in this game, like I said, after Peyton Wilson went down, it was it was tough on guys. And, and Corey Durden is looking really good as a uh, backup. He's, he's generating good pressure. He's uh, where he's supposed to be. He's clogging gaps. He's, he's looking very good. He's looking very good. So um, there's that. There's we, Our defense seems to be coming in, in waves, more or less. And that's that's uh, very important um, to me. Another thing, another thing that I saw out of this game uh, that I liked was, and I know some people are going to hate me for saying this, but our ability, our receiver's ability to beat folks deep. Did we hit the deep balls? No. No, we didn't. We didn't. We had a drop on a deep ball by Devin Carter, an underthrow um, on one where, you know, we, we had a guy streaking down the sideline. And, and um, there was one where it looks like they kind of – the final interception, it kind of looks like uh, Devin Lear was baited into throwing that ball. It didn't look like that receiver actually uh, took the top off the defense. But there were a few times where um, – 
Emeka Mezzi actually came up with a deep ball. And there's there's the ability to stretch the field vertically is important. It's important because it opens up the underneath stuff uh, that, you know, you, you want to see a good amount of that. That's more or less what wins games. I mean, let's just be honest with ourselves. Most teams don't chunk play you down the field into the end zone. The reality is, uh, regardless of what your passing game is, even if it's one of ours where you use the run to set it up and then you you take deep shots, well, if you look at a game like um, like what just happened, we didn't have the ability to run the ball, so naturally that kind of sucks out the ability to draw the defense in with the run. Well, there's only one other way to draw the defense in, and that's um, completing passes underneath. And if you establish yourself as a threat on film, even if you don't complete all those balls, even if you don't put up a ton of points with those balls, even if you have receivers dropping those balls, you're creating a situation where a defensive back coach or not of a, de- a defensive back coach, a defensive coordinator is thinking, uh, do we really want to go uh, bring the house and, and go man across the board? Do we really want to? Say, hey, corners, press up on them, we'll be all right. Do we really want to do that? I'm, eh, I'm not so sure. And that's uh, that's that's pretty big time. That's pretty important there. So uh, just some just some thoughts about some things that were good. Um, as far as Peyton Wilson and Cyrus Fagan getting injured, here's the thing. Both of them are very quality players. Peyton Wilson is a guy that I've ran and raved about, and y'all have heard me talk about. I think he's one of the best uh, three to four defenders in the country. And to lose him, first of all, I hurt for him more than anybody else, okay? Because if you heard the episode uh, in which I had on Ryan Roberts of Rise and Draft, it, everybody knows what Peyton can do. There's no secret about how high of an effort player he is, but not only being a high effort, he's a very talented high effort guy. He's a high effort guy that can cover a lot of grounds, a lot of ground with his strides. He's a high-effort guy that can shed blocks easily. He's a high-effort guy that does a lot of things very well. And with that being said, the grade on him was first-rounder if he can stay healthy, right? So obviously the biggest thing, I mean, his, you know, you never see like to see um, a guy lose money playing for your university. That's just something you don't want to see. Cyrus Fagan, he, he – seemed to be coming into his own, said that he just loves State, loves Raleigh, and and just has a great vibe from this program. You hate to see a guy like him go down as well. But here's where I know a lot of folks are going to disagree with me at. Those losses are not as consequential as they would have been historically because we now have depth, because we now have um, a, a decent amount of good players. And is that to say that we won't miss those guys? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I don't care who you are. Your defense is going to miss a Peyton Wilson. I don't care if he was at Alabama. They would miss him. Not to say that they still couldn't run the table without him, but I'm saying you miss a linebacker like that who just does everything. This is all over the place all the time. You miss a guy like that. And Cyrus Fagan... um, like I said, it's we have depth at these positions now, so it sucks and it's horrible. Um, and I I hope both of them the speediest recoveries possible. I hope they both. Uh, Devin Leary, I believe it's a show. I mean, not Devin Leary. Um, 
Uh, Peyton Wilson, I believe it's a shoulder thing. Cyrus Fagan, uh, I want to say it's a knee or, or leg situation. I understand, uh, again, wishing both of those guys very speedy recoveries. However, everybody's talking about depth. Well, I'll tell you what. When you talk about something so much, as much as we've talked about depth, as much as Doran's talked about depth, as much as folks around this program have talked about depth, when the rubber meets the road and it's time to show and prove, you got to do it. And yes, this is earlier in the season than you like, but injuries are part of the game. We all know that that's to be expected. So uh, it's no longer about the injuries. It's about how we step up. And um, I'm I'm not a better, as y'all saw from me saying, I would bet my house on NC State last week. Thank God I live in an apartment and don't have the money to put a down payment on a house or else that thing could be out of here. But if you're a better, go to betonline.ag. Football season is back. All eyes are on the gridiron as teams get back to start another season. So as always, BetOnline is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. With a new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests, BetOnline.ag continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website and sign up today and receive your 100% welcome bonus. That's double your initial deposit just for signing up. And don't forget to use promo code NFL100. From football to basketball to boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers for this 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. So go to Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts, and use promo code Locked On when you go. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. So y'all, I'm I'm in a situation where I am looking at um, I'm looking at everything that these teams uh, or looking at everything that this team is, and again, two of six against these keys ain't gonna get it done. Ain't gonna get it done. Again, if y'all can tell me, if anybody can tell me, going back even to Sports Illustrated All Wolfpack days, when the team has gone two of six. Or uh, two of six or worse against the Keys and still pulled out a victory. Let me know. Let me know. You know what I mean? Like, that's just the the reality is, uh, and this ain't to, to brag about me. The Kings Keys are never going to be super elaborate, super finite things. These Keys are going to be uh, basic building blocks of success for our team based on what the other team does well or based on what we haven't been doing well lately or what we have been doing well lately that needs to happen in order for us to win. We haven't done so. Uh, again, my heart goes out to Peyton Wilson. It really does. It really does. A, a young man who's meant so much to this program, done so many things right. My heart goes out to Cyrus Fagan, a, a gentleman who transferred into this program and has done everything the right way, according to our reports. He's done everything the right way. He's been just a standout on the field. He's done everything that he's had to do uh, in the community and in the classroom so far, and, and to see – um, this be his season be ended before it really even got started. 
It's tough. It's tough. Thank you all so very much for coming out. I appreciate it every single time. Um, I'm, I am, I'm overjoyed. I'm delighted. You know, I'm delighted every time I see these numbers go up and it's because of you all. You keep listening, liking, subscribing, sharing, leaving comments, and I appreciate it. The good, the bad, the indifferent, as long as I can do something with it, I appreciate it. Peace and love, y'all, and as always, go Pack. You are Locked On NC State, your daily podcast on the NC State Wolfpack, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design. Experience the empowering feeling of the Lexus SUVs and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Lease the 2024 RX350 Premium All-Wheel Drive for $5.28 a month for 36 months with $49.99 due at signing. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Call 1-800-USA-LEXUS for important lease offer and pricing details. Not all customers will qualify. Offer in the Lexus Eastern area and it's April 1st, 2024.